0: Hi, Jamesy e. Pooh here. James Danger, and this is the Danger Hour. By the way, <laughs> episode one hundred and seventy.
1: <laughs> Take it away!
0: buddy <laughs> how's it going <sighs> did you think when the hell is this guy gonna stop when's he gonna quit it's just going on and on and on uh, and, and on and on but uh, i thought hey i've never just annoyingly played a guitar extremely loud on the way in so i might as well start now right
1: oh my god james you're being completely annoying why just because that's not the way you're supposed to do
0: it james there's no rules here I can do whatever I want! This is my show! I can do whatever I goddamn well please. If I want to start my show strumming an acoustic guitar extremely annoyingly loud, then goddamn it, I have that right, don't I? Don't I? I am in America, aren't I? Fuck! James, just please calm down, James.
1: Everyone needs to relax. Let's regroup. Gather ourselves
0: are you sh- are you shaking,
1: James? I don't like you when you yell at me, James. It really it really throws me for a loop.
0: Oh fuck. listen. do I have to ask you to leave this early in the show? Do I?
1: No, no, james you don't
0: you don't have to do that. I know I don't have to do that. I don't have to do anything. Haven't we established that point? I can do what I want. You know what you're trying to do right now? Do you know it? You're trying to drink my milkshake. You're trying to drink it up. But I'm not going to allow that. Not one bit. How's it going, everybody? Danger Hour, like I said, episode 170. Cracked the 170s. So, uh, I don't know. You know, to be honest, I don't think I have enough material this week to fill up an hour. So I thought once in a while I would annoyingly strum this guitar and play some kind of bluesy type shit. You know? Sounds like a good plan. Eat up some time. (laughs) Entertain myself. Because I do like playing the guitar every once in a while. It's a good way just to let off some steam. You know?
1: Isn't that what the podcast is for, champs?
0: Oh. Oh. Yes, that's also a way to let off some steam, but how about this? If I combine the two, will I let off an excessive amount of steam? Will I de-steam myself?
1: You might just blow your whole load, James. I can help you.
0: No, no, I don't want you to help me do anything. First of all, let's go ahead and start the show with some danger updates, everybody. Uh, <laughs> On the last, I think it was the last episode, I don't know, I'm just I'm bad with that stuff. You know, remembering things. That's not it's not my forte. Uh but uh, I was talking about, you know, a lot of stoner thoughts. Even though I'm not a stoner, I still like the stoner thoughts. Why do they call it stoner thoughts by the way? Because you're trying to expand your thought process. You're trying to think outside the box. All of a sudden you're a stoner now. You're not an overachiever or some kind of scholar. <laughs> you're a fucking asshole that is like a loser? Really? For thinking of crazy schemes, different theories and scenarios? Huh? Challenging yourself to explore these complicated concepts that are way over your head? All in the name of fun? That, If that's being a loser, then everybody can label me a loser right now. Oh my
1: god, James, you fucking loser.
0: Wait! Hey! I will not stand here and be insulted by the likes of you. James, what, what, what are
1: you implying that you're... That you're better than me?
0: Of course I'm better than you. Is that even a serious question?
1: No, James. I, I know that you're an exceptional human being.
0: Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get away from me. Just go,
1: James. You're you just, you're just joking, right?
0: No, I want you to go. Get away from me. I don't, I don't like. I don't want to smell you. Are you wearing some kind of new perfume or something? James, I don't want,
1: I don't want perfume. That's just my, that's my natural sweet smell, James. I mean. We don't all have manly musk like you.
0: Oh, your advances will not work this time. I don't care what you say. Get away from me.
1: But, but James, I, I
0: like I like sitting next to you. not get away from me. Go stand in the corner for a little while and, and just leave me be. Let me get this thought off my chest here, off my mind, these Stoner thoughts. And you can come back when I when I'm over all this because it's very complicated and I got to really focus and use all my mind's energy on these Wild concepts and ideas, okay? Now just go, go. But Jazza? I can come back for your dinner, so do you? Yeah, that's just what I said. Yes, yes. Okay, I'll
1: be over here. Not, thinking of complicated things because my brain won't allow me to do it because you're far
0: better than me. What did I say? Kiss my ass, all you want, dude. It's not gonna work. You're gonna be over there, and you're gonna shut your goddamn mouth, and just let me get through this. All right. Um, So, I talked about infinite parallel universes. (laughs) Think about this, man. What if the infinite parallel universes are not what you think? What if they are actually far simpler yet complex at the same time? What if... These simultaneous universes are just, for example, let me just, hold on, let me stop right there and break it down for your your minds to absorb this, because I know some of you don't operate at the same speed as me. So let me just slow it down for you so you can uh, kind of get it, maybe. trying to help you. So while you are living in this universe as you know it to be, there are also other organisms living within you. Right? Like your organs. (laughs) And within those organs is blood. Within that blood are cells. Okay? So in each of those different things, they all have their own unique universe, all simultaneously living in a parallel thing at once. You get it? Right? Did I just blow your mind? (laughs) Animals experience the world in their own way. So, from a dog's point of view, the universe is completely different. So, that being the fact, all the creatures on this earth are all living in their own type of special universe. According to them. So, in conclusion, we are all living in simultaneous parallel
1: universes,
0: <laughs> right? Something like that. I don't know. It sounded good when I thought about it. I, <laughs> you know what happened? I tried to dumb it down too much for all of you that I actually got dumb. That's what happened. Yeah, it's your faults. I really try to help you in, in uh look what happens. When you try to help people, you wind up hurting yourself. No good deed goes unpunished, right? So uh, blame yourselves. I tried to help you. God damn it, but but look what happened. Speaking of uh stoner thoughts and space and all that shit, don't you think that we as humans on the same kind of uh, thought are completely arrogant? You know, thinking we've got things pretty figured out. Like I said. To a dog, he's got his own universe. Let's explore this one step further. I've said this on a previous show. To a dog in his little world, the mailman comes by. Okay, let's say, let's say the mailbox is right outside the fence. So the mailman's walking to the fence. The mailman's job, as you all know, <laughs> maybe some of you don't, a mailman is somebody that delivers papers to your house into that metal box. Not on your computer. That's email. Yeah. There used to be people that brought actual letters that people wrote on. And, they and, you know, it was addressed to that person. And it was a message written in ink. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So the mailman comes and he's delivering his mail. Now the dog in his little universe is like, uh-oh. This stranger is trying to do harm to my uh, property or my family, my territory. I better bark and chase him off. So the dog... Barks. The mailman continues on his route. The dog feels like he just was victorious. Okay, like he, 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 uh, fended off the intruder. He saved the day. When in reality, we all know that's not the case. It's not uh, quite my tempo. Some would say. Okay, it's all relative. So, given that example, do do we really have it figured out? I mean. Could it be something, I mean life or the universe or whatever the fuck, couldn't it be something so complex that we can't fathom what it is at all? I think that's a problem with, the, with us people. We try, to, we try to simplify our things or get rational with, uh, using our own thought process or, or, uh, or our own realities. You know, we try to make sense of it that applies to us. But... Uh, <laughs> That's not always going to be the case, right? I mean, come on, dude. I mean, as kids, we thought the world was completely a different place, right? We thought we had it all figured out. Then we grow up and we're like, holy shit, we don't know anything. Have you ever tried to explain something to a kid and you can't even figure out how to explain it to them because they'll never get the concept? Don't you think it's possible that we are grown ups, but we're still the kids compared to some other fucking entity or whatever it may be? And we'll never really understand what it is. We don't have the mental capacity. So even our smartest person on this planet is a fucking retard and can't can't grasp this complex whatever it is.
1: Nothing is what it seems to be.
0: (laughs) Imagine if our universe, right? All the galaxies and all that. What if we're just some... Because you know how there's some kind of order to it, it seems? You know, the earth rotates around the sun. And uh, all that other bullshit. <laughs> and the rest. And the seasons changing at the same time. What if we're just on, like, some other being? What if we're just like a clock? Some kind of clock mechanism? You know? And we're the ones that that person's looking to... To... uh. No stuff. <laughs> oh Christ.
1: The danger hour. I'll
0: snatch your flower. Don't get too close, so you'll see my superpower.
1: She flies
0: Like Marty McFly You better hit the 88 Before you die (laughs) Sign that man Immediately (laughs) One more thing to add to the space talk Uh, I heard some guy in this other podcast I forget who it was, forgive me who cares he said uh talking about uh the cosmos he said oh it's crazy it's pretty fucking mind blowing come <laughs> prepare yourself for mind blowination that's a thing he said uh imagine there's a super far off distant planet very scientific phrasing super far off distant <laughs> and they've got a telescope right and they're look a high powered telescope. <laughs> Thank you very much. And they're just, they're peering over across space trying to find uh, other planets and they see Earth. Okay? He said they will
2: they possibly will be looking at the dinosaurs. Isn't that fucking nuts? So
0: or or they could be looking at nothing. Just trees, because uh, life hadn't life ah uh, finds way and life hadn't developed yet. So uh, you know, how you ever heard that shit before? If you're looking at a star, it's already <laughs> it's already been you know it could have been uh, burned out for millions of years already. You're just seeing the afterglow because it takes so long for light to travel because it's so far away. That it could already not exist anymore, but we're still seeing it. That kind of shit. So basically, if if there's some other alien race looking to us, they could possibly be looking at the dinosaurs running around on the planet. Is that fucking nuts? Then they're like, all right, let's go to that place. Look at at those big uh, creatures. You know, Let's go see what's going on with them. And they get here, and then it's us. (laughs) It's like, wait a second. What's going on here? Oh, boy. I sound like a fucking idiot trying to talk about this stuff, don't I? In my head, it sounds good. And then I try to talk about it. It's just like, God damn, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what that that thing you need is called edumacation. Maybe that's what I need to do. I should look into it. shit. I could probably go back to college, learn some things. I already know a thing about a thing or two, but I might as well learn some more stuff. Shit can't fucking hurt, right? <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the next thing. I'm in over my head here. I hope you guys uh, all appreciated that. And also feel better about yourselves. I'm still going to go with my uh, with my excuse that in trying to dumb it down so much for you guys, I actually dumb myself down in the process. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. Everybody! Alright, next up in Danger Updates. I told you I'd get back to you on this. And uh, if you all know your old pal Jamesy Pooh. Mr. Dangerpants, you know I'm not a liar. Maybe I embellish the things once in a while. Maybe I uh, change details to save certain people. But for the most part, I'm not a liar. And uh, I did follow through with what I said. I said I would get back to you when I was on that show with Lido, the boy winner, sidekick, the fag. <clears throat> when uh, we were together, we were talking about the Rodney King beating And I'm not going to say who my source is, because you probably should have listened to that show, for Christ's sake. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, So I asked my informant, (laughs) who happened to be a police officer in the past. And if you actually look at uh, the past with a telescope, it actually won't be the same present day, you know. So you'll be looking back in the past with a telescope and you'll see that he was a police officer, but in reality, he's not presently. So uh, it's all uh, physics, boys and girls. It's quite simple, really. (laughs) So anyway, this guy was a cop. I asked him if he was around during the Rodney King beating. He said he had just gotten out of the force. And I asked him. Oh, no, yeah, well, I asked him about that. and And he says... I warned them to stop doing that. And I said, what, beating people? <laughs> he goes, yes. And uh, because I'm like, oh, is it because you know there's more and more cameras around? He goes, Yeah. Yeah. It's more and more things started showing up on, on film. So this dude warned the other cops, like, hey, don't do it. You're gonna be you're gonna be filmed and you're gonna be in shit, you know? He's like, I warned him. <laughs> So I say, oh, so was it happening? Was it happening a lot? Now, um, forgive me if you're confused. We were talking about uh, racism and about uh, Ronnie King and about you know cops being assholes and beating people. So, yeah, I'm sorry if I uh, confused you. So, so I asked him if it was happening a lot, cops beating people. And he's like, of course. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah. So was it was it common to physically abuse people though? He goes, yeah. He, like, he talked to me like I was a fucking idiot, like, well, yeah, what's the matter with you? He goes, look, a lot of those people were a bunch of assholes, referring to the people on, on the streets of LA and South Central. A lot of those people were a bunch of assholes. How do you deal with assholes? You beat the shit out of them. <laughs> so it's always been a thing. It still is a thing. But uh, yeah, now, now people are just getting caught like everybody else. What I mean by that is everyone's getting caught doing everything now because of technology. Why can't we go back to the old days where we can beat someone without being uh, in trouble afterwards, without someone filming it? Whatever happened to those good old days where you could physically abuse someone and get completely away with it? God damn. It's not cool to be white anymore, huh? <laughs> All your privileges got taken away. I'm sorry, white people.
1: But James, you're white too.
0: Hey, how are you here? I thought I had you in the corner.
1: I like sneak it up, bunny James. It's called the element of surprise.
0: Oh, Christ. Uh, I'm half white.
1: You're a little more than half white, James.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh I'm probably like like fifty seven percent white. More than half white. Does that count? So if you're more if you're like, uh, let's say you're 75% white, are you a white guy? Nah. But then what if you, what if you're 25% black and you and you have dark skin? Well, you're not gonna have dark skin because you know of all the watering down from the white side. But uh, yeah, are you considered a black? Yeah, you're a black guy. Well, you know what? My buddy Corey, shout out to Corey. He's a black dude, and he said uh, the one drop rule back in the day. If you had one drop of black, you're black. (laughs) How does that work? So uh, if you all don't know, have I talked about this? Have you all been curious about what I am?
1: (laughs) Oh my God, James, you must really be desperate for show material.
0: Okay, let's let's go through what I am. My mother is white. She's all white, blonde hair, blue eyed, the whole thing. I think she's got a lot of German. She says Pennsylvania Dutch. That's just a fancy way of saying, uh, I think, white trash German. If that's a thing. (laughs) And uh, I don't know what else she's got. I think her grandmother had some English blood. Uh, There's probably some Irish in there somewhere, right? I don't know. I don't know. That's my mom's side. And probably some kind of uh, Polak. And then my dad... His mother was like half Italian or more. I don't fucking remember. Half Italian, which makes him a quarter Italian, which makes me an eighth Italian. So that's like uh, it's like 12%. So yeah, I'm like 62% white. <laughs> How do you like that? So am I a white guy? Or does the Mexican and the uh, Native American in me bring me and the Spanish blood? Does that bring me back down to I'm a, I'm a fucking mud, dude. What do you want from me? I don't look white at all. That's always been my problem in life.
1: You have many problems, James.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about my problem in, in my identity crisis. If I used to work, I worked at many jobs, all right, and if you're working next to some wetback dudes that are all speaking Spanish to each other, I'm the outsider, even though I have the, uh, the beautiful <laughs> olive skin color. No. So even though I have darker skin than a white man, I don't fit in because I don't know Spanish. And I don't fit in with the white guys because I don't look fucking white. Because of my skin. Ah! What a horrible, horrible existence, right?
1: Actually, no, James, because this day and age, especially in this country, it's a melting pot, James.
0: I hate hearing the word melting pot. Stupid.
1: Well, James, I mean, it just means everyone's...
0: Yeah, I know what it means.
1: Well, then, James, you should feel, you should feel great about being a mutt He's this day and age.
0: I don't want to be a mutt. I want to be a purebred. It would be cool to, to be like a really pure German guy, right? Just so you can have that edge to you, the Nazi edge. I think even if you're the nicest dude ever, if you could say to someone, "Yeah, I'm pure German," they'd be like, "Oh fuck, I'm not gonna mess with that guy." <laughs> yeah, my 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 evil German was watered down by my uh, my mom's inbred blood. <laughs> I know I'm just sharing old stuff, but I'm telling you, I really got nothing this week. So I'll I'll recycle this one too. When I was a kid and we'd visit my mom's side of the family, the all-white side, I really thought when I was young that all white people smelled the same because all of her family had the same smell. And I was like, wow, this must be how white people smell. That's crazy. Then I realized as I get older, no, it's just a combination of Budweiser and cigarettes. (laughs) True story, by the way. True story. Oh, boy. Let's move on. Let's move on. To something I like to call
1: Stranger Danger. People are strange when you're a stranger.
0: Thank you very much, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Um, so Stranger Danger is basically a way I can cheat and lump in a bunch of stories together that uh, have really no connection other than they're kind of (laughs) weird or strange. (laughs) All right, first one Have you heard about this thing storming the interwebs? Not really, I kind of just saw it over, you know, through passing. If that's an expression, if I used it correctly. Something called Samurai Ghost. You heard about this? So uh, this family was in Japan. (laughs) And uh, the little girl, she's a little, what, seven-year-old girl or something? Six? I don't know. They took a picture of her. She's standing on the edge of this rocky cliff. And uh, they're looking at the ocean behind her and she's smiling the whole thing. After the father looks at the photo... Behind the little girl's legs, you just see two like ninja-looking feet with like the those shoes they wear. They're calling it samurai goes. Like samurai shoes. I don't know. Samurai shoes? I don't know. They're black. And it's fucking... <clears throat> this day and age, I'm very skeptical about everything, especially shit you see on the internet. So right away, you're like, all right, it's photoshopped. But if it isn't, let's say they're being truthful about it What the fuck is it? It doesn't look like the rocks behind him. It looks like a clear fucking image of of a dude's feet and legs. Now, like I said before, I don't believe any of that shit. Seems like there's always an explanation. I think in this case, maybe it's all the uh, radioactivity in the air. (laughs) So maybe, whoa, maybe the radioactivity brought the ghosts back to life. Because of that nuclear meltdown they had? Whoa! Think about that, everybody. What if the bones and the bodies of dead people in Japan, like let's say they're uh, in the soil or they're in the water somehow, and that nuclear waste flows into the ocean, and it goes into the soil, and it reaches the bodies of the dead. And it brings their ghost to life. <laughs> Dude, that's a great fucking a TV show. No, no movie. we got to have in-depth storytelling here. Samurai Ghost. A Netflix original. I'm in. Of course I'm in. It's my idea. <laughs> Are you guys in too? I won't call it Samurai Ghost though. No, that's actually a pretty good fucking name. Let's see. It'd be like...
2: Samurai ghost. It went upon a time there was a
1: nuclear meltdown and the nuclear waste got into their soil and into the water and what came out of it was something you could never believe. Samurai ghost. Coming this fall.
0: <laughs> Dude, it sells itself. I'm in. Okay, fine. Stranger danger, that's a true one. There really was a samurai ghost behind the little girl. And there's there's a detailed photo on the webs, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll even post that on the Danger Hour. Facebooks. Yeah, that's what I'll do.
1: But James, how would people see that?
0: Uh huh. Thank you for asking. Facebook.com/slash/the Danger Hour. It's that easy. And if you'd like, you can join the Danger Hour Secret Club. That's right, the Danger Elite. Sophista Club. You go on the Facebooks and you track my shit down. You can be in the private club that already has like 30 something people. Yep, it's that exclusive. It's not because I don't know a lot of people or a lot of people aren't fans of the show. It's because it's that exclusive. (laughs) Danger Elite Sophista Club. Look it up. Maybe even a the Instagram's at the Danger Hour. So uh, there you go. The danger hour at yahoo.com. Email me. Let's just uh, let let's hang out someday. I won't really hang out with you, but I'll write you funny letters. Uh, yeah, we can be pen pals, like Brando from uh, the podcast about nothing. He has actual pen pals. Remember I talked about the mail? Yeah, he still uses that. I think he I really think he writes to men in prison, to be honest with you. He won't, He won't fess up to it, but I'm onto that fucking guy. Or maybe he has like a, like a ginger united club where they all ride to each other. You know, the ginger's got to stick together because apparently in 40 years, they're going to be wiped out. So they got to they really regroup and uh, they got to crank out more ginger kids. They want their species to flourish. I mean, Brando, the red cunt, he's married to a, a Hispanic woman with dark hair. Dude, you're not helping yourself. You got to hook up with another redheaded cunt, a woman edition, and make offspring redheaded cunts. It's up to you, man. The future of gingers is in your hands, Brandon. Fucking idiot. What's the matter with you? Drop the ball on that one. All right. Anyway, samurai ghost. Get with it. (laughs) Next up. You ever wonder what people in the mall eat on their uh, snack breaks or lunch break or whatever? You know, there's limited options, but there is a food court. I'm sure you can find something uh, somewhat healthy you would think. But no. Guess what I witnessed the other day? I was at the mall. I was finding my son a Dodger shirt so we can go to my cousin monkey. <gasps> he had a Dodger themed party for his son and I couldn't go and bring my boy there with not a Dodger shirt. That's just, uh, it's, it's not very uh, participationary. Is that a word? Participationary. So I want him to participate. I'm at the mall, and then my kids are like,
2: oh, "Daddy, I'm
1: thirsty. I'm thirsty too.
0: I want juice, or I want to. What do they want? They wanted a Gatorade. I'm like, nope. You're getting water. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead. Uh, I want them to be healthy. All right, any chance I can to save them from from eating shit or sugar, I'm gonna try to save them. So, uh, we're in line at this little kiosk type deal that has you know newspapers. You can drink. You can get sodas. Or uh, candies or chips, that kind of shit. This girl in front of us, uh, all they hear is, that will be $3, please? She gives the girl 3 bucks. I don't know why this caught my attention, but I looked up. Maybe, was, uh, maybe I was just curious about the prices of this place. But yeah, that's right. Because none of the prices were listed. And so, yeah, that's what it was. So I'm like, what is she getting for $3? And so she has a cherry Coke on top of the counter. And I go, don't fucking tell me that cherry Coke is 3 bucks. This place is a ripoff. Just a can. A can of cherry Coke, right? But no, she wasn't done. It was a cherry Coke as well as a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos, a small one. But what's shocking and what's strange is what the woman did with this bag of Cheetos. I'm talking about the woman that worked there. She gives her the cherry Coke. She grabs the Flamin' Cheetos, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I'm sure you know all about that.
1: James, what, what are you implying? Flamin' Hot Oh yeah, James, it's a very tasty.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they're very tasty for you.
1: James, what, what, what are you implying?
0: I don't know, I'm just... You should know a whole lot about stuff being flaming Hot, that's all.
2: I just... I like spicy things, James.
0: I know you do. I know you do, trust me. <laughs> anyway, so she gets the bag of flaming Hot Cheetos... And the woman opens it for her. And I'm thinking like, what? That's fucking weird. Why would she open the bag of chips for her? You know? <laughs> Here, I'm, here's a courtesy. With every bag of chips you purchase, I open them for you, right? But no. Then she turns around. And she goes up to the nacho cheese pump thing. And goes... <laughs> four pumps of nacho cheese into a tiny bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I couldn't fucking believe my, my own eyes. And she turns back around, gets a plastic fork, sticks it in the bag, and hands it to her.
1: Thank you, have a nice day.
2: What? This is a thing, everybody? This is a thing?
0: Is this like the secret menu in and out? You know, give it to me animal style? And they do all kinds of extra shit on your fries? What do you say? What do, you, what, do you, what do you say when you order this shit? Let me have, uh, let me, let me have the fat-ass combo, please. The fat-fuck combo. Oh, that must mean a bag of chips covered in nacho cheese with a fork. Here you go. Uh. What is happening, everybody? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Has anyone else seen this? I would be dying to know. How about you email me? The danger hour at yahoo.com. <laughs> is this really a thing? Or is this this girl's twisted own concoction? Just one day she's like, hey, you know, I'd be good if you like put like a bunch of like nacho cheese inside uh, in a flaming hot Cheeto bag. That'd be good, right? Let's try let's let's try that. How much would you charge me for that? And then all of a sudden she like every day,
1: do you want the usual?
0: That's right, I'll tell you the same thing, that's my thing. <laughs> Oh, man. I got fucking grossed out. Grossed out. I don't think that chick had anything nutritionist. Nutritionist. Is that a word? (laughs) Nutritional. There was like zero nutritional value in that meal. Oh, my God. I felt so fucking bad for her and for uh, society as a whole. Not like I'm the greatest fucking eater, but I'm saying like I know not to do that. (laughs) oh boy anyway next up stranger danger everybody this one's pretty strange (laughs) today i happen to stop at a bathroom like i frequently do because i'm out in a boot i'm out in a boot and i'm driving the streets the gritty streets and so i had to take a piss i stop in this restaurant i walk in and there's a uh, urinal and there's a stall So I walk in, the door has that usual bathroom creak, right? I walk in, of course I'm going to the stall because uh, the urinal doesn't really have one of those divider walls. And so, uh, you know, that's uh, not quite my tempo. So I go to the urinal, I mean, sorry, the stall, and it's locked. So the guy has two clues here. First with the creaky door, Second, with me trying to fucking open his stall door, and it's locked. Now, so I go to the urinal, I start pissing. Third clue, my pee hitting the uh, <laughs> the urinal plastic thing at the bottom. Right, it's making a little bit of noise. The guy knows I'm in the bathroom with him. Please explain to me why. He continues to go. <sighs> I'm not fucking around. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Dude, if if someone comes in the bathroom when I'm in a stall, I turn into a fucking ninja. There's no way you're going to hear me. (laughs) Maybe even a samurai ghost. (laughs) I turn into a samurai ghost whenever someone comes into the bathroom. I don't make a fucking sound. Am I a pussy? Is this guy just that manly? He doesn't give a fuck? Or or are you with me where it's just weird that the dude would continue his moaning and groaning to squeeze his shit out? Oh, boy. <laughs> Next one. Stranger danger, everybody. All right, so uh, firefighters respond to a structure fire. It's a house. They pull up, the house is on fire and uh, they hear screaming from inside, help. They're hearing help calls from in the house. Now, of course, naturally like firefighters would do, they quickly rush into the house, you know, probably break the door down or whatever the fuck they do. They run around, they're searching the house trying to find the person that's screaming for help. There's nobody in the house. They don't
2: find a single person. What they do hear the, the screams continuously turns out to be a parrot.
0: <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? A fucking parrot was screaming help. This, this raises a bunch of questions for me. Did they train the bird? Like, do they show it Fire and say help every time they have, you know, like they light a match, and then hold it up to the bird and go, help, help. So the bird now associates fire with screaming help. Is that something? Or is this bird that fucking smart that it put it together itself? That a fire broke out, and it wants to preserve its own life, and it starts yelling for help. Isn't that fucking wild? Man, how would those how would you feel if you're the firefighter? It would be fucking hilarious, but can you imagine if someone died, like a fireman, a fireman died, risking his life to save a person and it turns out to be a bird? Can you ima- could you imagine having to tell that guy's family?
2: Hey, so uh
0: John, John didn't make it out alive. Oh my god, what happened? To
1: him? What happened? Steve, tell me what happened to my Johnny.
0: Well, you know, we we went to a house fire, and he ran in to save someone. He heard her calling for help, and he just he didn't make it out. Did
1: did the person get saved at least? Did he did he save their life? Joe, Steve, tell me, did he save that person's life? Did my husband die in vain?
0: Actually, a uh, funny thing is, there was there was no one in the house. It was you're not going to believe this. It was a parrot. <laughs>
2: A what? A furry! <laughs>
0: right? Something like that. That's probably how we have gone.
2: <laughs> oh
0: boy. Alright, last story. Sorry.
1: Stranger danger, everybody. <laughs> Strange.
0: Uh this one's the strangest one. That's a true one. This dude volunteered to be the first to undergo. An experimental new procedure they're trying for the very first time. Can you imagine the balls someone would have, would have to have, to volunteer for a first-time surgery attempt, you know? Imagine the desperation in that person that they're willing to fucking die, all right, lose their life in this chance. You know that it might help them. Wild stuff. This guy in particular is uh, volunteering for the very first head transplant. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Frankenstein type shit. Everybody, they're gonna take someone's head off of a body and put it onto another body.
1: But James, wouldn't that be well? Wouldn't that be a body transplant, James?
0: Uh, semantics, okay, whatever. And this doctor seems like a real fucking nut. Italian doctor, let's see, he's vowed to confound his medical doubters. He can conduct the world's first head transplant in less than an hour. This guy's got his, a fucking picture of himself up uh, with posing. Uh, posing with a head on a plate. This dude, <laughs> really? Uh. Let's see. He has no problem with anyone branding him Doctor Frankenstein. Oh, he's loving this shit. He's going to operate on a Russian guy with a genetic muscle wasting disease. It says. Uh, let's see. He's going to do it in China most likely because it's banned in in uh, Russia and England or Europe. What is it?
2: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mm. Let's see. Hold on. Hold
0: on. Hold on. So the guy that's going to get uh, his head is chopped off <laughs> is a Russian kid named, uh, or he's 30 years old, named Valery Spiridonov. He says, Am I afraid? Yes, of course I am afraid. But it is not just very scary, but also very interesting. Oh, great. Interesting is the word he's using to describe this. (laughs) Uh, We will have an hour to switch the head to a different body. You need a few minutes to join blood vessels. Oh, that's all? Eh, No big deal. In and out in no time. (laughs) Valerie's head will be detached from his body and transferred to another one in a matter of seconds. And the brain's blood flow will start in about 15 minutes. Man, they make it sound so easy. Yeah, that's no problem. Let's do it. Let's see. uh, I'll prove it's totally possible to all the skeptics there. (laughs) This guy's got a fucking ego on him. Is that someone you want in your corner? Maybe, I guess, right? You want the guy saying like, oh, yeah, I can do this shit. No problem. No fucking problem. (laughs) I thought if your uh, spinal cord was severed, you're paralyzed. Paralyzed. That's not a thing anymore? How come they're not fixing uh, paralyzed people then? Or is it like they uh, the, the new body is going to have good wiring and the dude's head has good wiring so they'll put the good wiring to the other good wiring? <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. Although I did go to med school. Damn, this is crazy shit
2: though. I mean,
0: in one hour, this dude, uh, who knows? I think it's going to happen in June or something. But if this was you and you're going to take this risk, right? Possibly going to die. The dude's body is already fucking fried anyway. He can't use it. Wouldn't you pick like a really, like a guy with a great body and a huge dick to be your new body? (laughs) What if your new body has an ugly fucking tiny little dick? James,
1: why is that where your mind goes? Huh? This man wants, just wants the normal, everyday-to-day activities, James, like walking and being able to move around, James. All you ever think about is, is hot, sexy, sexy things, James. That's all, you, all you think about is dirty, hot, sexy things.
0: Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Just calm down. Stop talking about that kind of stuff, okay? You're just getting yourself excited.
1: No, James, I'm disgusted. I, I'm downright outraged that you're talking about such such dirty, sexy, hot things.
0: All right, all right. You always got to fucking make things weird. Jesus. <laughs> but honestly, if you get a new dick, right, a new body, of course, new dick. Is it gay if you jerk yourself off with your new dick? Gay or nay? Jerking off your new body dick. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a real close one. It's sort of gay. I th- yeah, I'm going to go with gay on that one. I mean, you're stroking another guy's dick. I don't care if it's your new body. It's still pretty gay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Right. And now it's time for Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever
1: grace the screen.
0: One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor That was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today we
1: find out the answer. To that very question. When we place Sylvester Stallone.
0: In Braveheart. Playing Patrick McGoohan's character. Of King Edward the Longshanks. And here it goes.
1: Sire. Your nephew. What beast could do such a thing?
2: If he could sag York. He can
0: invade Lower England, you know. We will stop him! Hey, yo, who is this person who speaks to me as though I needed his advice? I've declared Philip my High Counselor. Hey, yo, like, is he qualified? I'm skilled in the arts of war, military tactics, sire. Hey, yo, are you? Uh, like, then tell me, what advice would you offer on the, uh, your present, uh, situation? <laughs> I, for one, think it's abundantly
1: clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of King Edward the Longshanks. But alas, it was not meant to be.
0: Thank you for joining us, this has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Before I started closing this up, I got a little email from somebody.
1: (laughs) James, you you made it up yourself, didn't you, James?
0: No, this is from an actual person. Uh, Let me see. Let me read you the email. And once again, everybody, if you'd like to email me anything, any questions you might have, any questions at all that pertain to me of the world, you need some medical advice. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I did go to med school. I can help you. Um, you know, you want to send me some movie recommendations? I'll watch them. You want to send me some recipes? Hey, I'll make them. You want to send me nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. Are they tastefully done? Eh, i still look at them. You know the whole routine at this point. That's me, Jamesy e. Poo. Email me, at yahoo.com. So this person emailed me, oh, a recipe. Hmm. And he sent me a photo here of a, uh, an animal penis. <laughs> it's called Penis Stew. All right. I'll go with it. Here are the ingredients, everybody. I'll read them slowly so you can write them down because I'm sure you all would love to try this. I mean, it's from a listener. So, you, you know, it has to be rather tasty. And it's from uh, Brandon Gurnix. That's right. The Red Cunt. The podcast about nothing. Wow. It's funny how I talked about him earlier. And look, I got an email from him. Hmm. Wild times. Penis stew. Ingredients. One pound of penis. Rams or bulls. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with ram. Wouldn't you like to ram a penis?
1: Oh my God, James. Yes.
0: Uh okay. Three. Ta- it just says TBLS. Three tables of oil. Tablespoons. Yeah, I'm going to go with tablespoons. Three tablespoons of oil. Uh, what kind of oil, dude? You're already steering me wrong. Now, look, my audience, as well as myself, apparently, are, uh, we gotta, you know, you got to dumb it down for us. What kind of oil? We all want to make this penis stew, and we want to do it properly. Olive oil? Vegetable oil? Peanut oil? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, one large chopped onion? Again, red onion? Right? White onion? Come on, dude. Two garlic cloves, peeled and chopped. One teaspoon coriander seeds. I don't know what that is. Crushed. One teaspoon of salt. Uh, Once again, table salt, kosher salt, sea salt. Come on, dude. (laughs) Freshly ground black pepper. Mm, I'm a fan of black pepper. I've got to be honest with you. How to make it. Scald the penis. Then drain and clean. Doesn't say how you clean a penis. Not sure a guy would know since this penis is... Well, never mind. What is that? Wait, what is that supposed to mean? I'm not even sure. Place the penis in a saucepan. Cover with cold water and bring to a boil. Remove any scum. Then simmer for 10 minutes. (laughs) Scum. That means you'd have to leave before we make this recipe.
1: Oh my god, James! What are you implying?
0: You know. You're rather scummy.
1: Oh my god... Sort of, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Drain and slice.
1: Oh, James, don't mention that word around it. my penis.
0: What do you mean your penis?
1: My ram's penis, James.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Drain and slice. Uh, slice. Uh, slice? Uh, slice? Uh, Every time, huh?
1: Kind of, James. It's just a reaction.
0: All right, drain and slice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Heat the oil in a large skillet. Add the onion, garlic, and coriander and fry until the onion is golden. Add the penis slices ah, and fry on both sides for a few minutes. Stir in the remaining ingredients with a good grinding of pepper. Add enough water to cover and bring to a boil. Lower the heat, cover and simmer for about two hours or until tender. You hear that everyone? You got it your penis nice and tender. Add a little water from time to time, if necessary, to prevent burning. Yeah, you don't want to burn your penis, everybody. That's not quite my tempo. And uh, that's it. And then you serve it. You serve that penis up and you just chow down. You just devour that penis.
1: Oh, my God, James. That's no problem.
0: Oh, Christ.
1: I'm talking about the penis stew, James. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Don't be, don't be silly, James. He's... Silly little monkey.
0: All right. Relax. Relax. Gee, thanks, Brandon, for that uh, lovely email. Uh, you know, I did say in my little intro when it comes to the emails that I will do anything that you send me. So, yeah, I guess I have to make this recipe and then report back to you on whether I, I enjoyed it or not. Yeah, it might might be a little weird trying to uh, slice that penis. <laughs> It really is every time, isn't it?
1: Oh my God, James. Yes.
0: All right. Yeah. And hey, while we're at it, will you guys send me the goddamn suicide soundtracks, please? Same email, yahoo.com. Send me the perfect way you'd kill yourself and what song you'd play while you do it. It's all fun and games. Unless you want to be serious about it, I don't care. I'm so dark and depressing that I will read those gladly. Suicide soundtrack. How would you kill yourself? What song would you play while you do it? Get on it! Fucking pansies. No one has the balls to play this goddamn creepy game. <laughs> All right, let's start closing it up, everybody, with a little something I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's... I Fancy That. Fancy That. Fancy times, everybody. Alright, I fancy that. Two kind of weak ones this week. Uh what do you want from me? Go fuck yourselves. I fancy that football is already coming back. Oh boy. Fantasy football, that is. <laughs> nah, no, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, I get I get to start up my fantasy football league again. The League of Shadows. And uh that's always fun. You know what else I fancy? I fancy little shit like that. Especially uh Stuff that you can get your friends going. You know, you can talk some shit. Uh, Even the Ned Files, the Hump Games.
1: (laughs) Hump Games. (laughs) Hump Games. Uh,
0: Anyways. Uh, I fancy the fuck out of that. And then uh, Brando, the red cunt, totally ripping off Peterson, doing the the over-the-hump games. I'm involved in that, too. (laughs) What does that say about me? That I'm uh, supporting it. By being involved. It's just fun. All of this shit. G- playing these, these stupid games. Uh, fantasy football is the same kind of thing. And uh, I don't know. I just fancy that. That's all. <sighs> I don't know. Pretty quick and easy and simple. What do you want from me? All right. Next up. I fancy Daredevil. That's right. I know you've all been hearing about this show. But it's fucking pretty. It's pretty goddamn good. There's only a couple things I don't like about it. It's only gotten corny and cheesy a few times. Uh, the chick and that stupid foggy guy are annoying as hell. Like, got such a douchebag, dude. I want to punch him in the face every time I see him. Uh, he's that fat blonde lawyer guy. Yeah, he's annoying. But, uh, the show's good. Uh, I'm almost done with the, with the first season. But it's pretty fucking good. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. Check it out on Netflix. You don't even have to really care, give a shit too much about comic book stuff. Uh, it's not it's not too far out there. You can still dig on it. My wife likes it a lot too. I mean, she watches all these com- movies, comic book movies with me in the theaters, but uh, she's still. Uh I'll tell you this: it's like one of those Law and Order type shows, mixed with, you know, superhero type shit. <laughs> but it's not nerdy and geeky. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking sick. You'll like it. I promise. I promise. Netflix. Danger. I mean, danger. (laughs) Daredevil. So, I fancy uh, games. Fantasy football and uh, the other little games that the other podcasts do. Um, They're fun. And I also fancy Daredevil, everybody. Get on it. And uh, all that stuff. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker
2: side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we
0: go. Fuck you. All right. All right. Speaking of Joker, my fuck you goes to Jared Leto. Jared Leto, if you didn't know, is playing the Joker... In the movie, The Suicide Squad. That's coming out next year, I believe. And uh, the reason I'm saying fuck you to Jared Leto. Is he's being annoying with this thing, man. He's really. He's posting photos. Like little Twitter. uh, You know, uh, what do you call them? Like little flashes or uh, little hints, teasers. It's annoying, dude. Just fucking stop. Stop. Just wait for the movie to come out. He's putting these. Dumb fucking photos and he looks like shit. His hair looks like shit. I know it's going to look better in the movie, but uh, enough. And then at at his concerts, he's between songs, he's, he's talking in his apparent Joker voice. It's like, come on, dude. Stop ruining it. Just keep the character like it's supposed to be and have it be mysterious, you know? Stop leaking shit. That's the new thing now, leaking. Man, they're really masters about that with a new Batman-Superman movie coming out. They've been leaking like fucking crazy. I, is that the new strategy now? You start leaking on, on Twitter and uh, get people going. Every every few weeks, you put a new little thing out just to keep people talking about it. I guess it's pretty genius, but uh, it's pretty goddamn annoying too. Just keep the movie a big secret and then just let it come out. We're gonna, we're gonna all going to be over it by the time it comes out. It's still <laughs> over a year away. Ah, Jesus. So easy, Jared Leto, you fuck. Enough. Fuck you. All right, next up, fuck you especially to these asshole guys, these musicians that sing songs. It's so fucking pathetic. They sing songs to women saying, don't leave me, right? Begging a chick to stay with you. Go fuck yourselves. Really? How pathetic are you, dude?
1: Don't leave me. Please stay with me. Come
0: on. Don't leave. Are they going to respect you for that? And do you really want a chick that doesn't want to be with you? Yeah? Oh, please. <laughs> stay with me. And then what if they do? Then what? Then you're going to be uh, kissing their ass nonstop so they won't leave you again? You're going to be a pussy-whipped asshole? Is that what's happening? Let me give you an example. I know this guy's a fag. I mean, sorry. That's politically incorrect. <laughs> this whole show is. Get off me. You know I'm just fucking around. But uh, that dude, Sam Smith.
2: Stay
1: with
0: me. Because you're all I need. <laughs> oh, fuck you. How pathetic do you sound? Yeah, the song's got a good melody and it sounds good. But if you think about it, I just started laughing.
1: Cause I, oh, I need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stay with me. I remember that song and I think it was in the 90s. Please don't go. Don't go. Don't go away. <laughs> you guys, you guys sound like you're fucking crying into the microphone. Really? <sighs> <sighs> That's your instinct. Please don't leave me. Don't go away. Stay with me. Ah. Stupid. Stupid. I hope the girl looks at you, at your music video with you in the rain, (laughs) being sad, and just laughs and be like, You see? That's why I'm leaving. Look at you, you fucking pussy. Be a man. I'm out of here. I'm going to go find myself a big dick instead of you.
1: James, are you um, speaking from personal experience?
0: No. You're the one that left someone to go find a bigger dick.
1: Oh my God, James! You spun around on me.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How does it feel?
1: It feels. It uh, feels kind of good, James.
0: Oh, fucking A, stop. Enough, weirdo. All right. To you, Jared Leto. And guys, and sing about leaving. Don't leave me. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you.
2: Hey little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go away and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Oh, I'm on fire. Tell me now, baby good to you. Can you do the things to you? I can do you. I can take you higher.
0: Oh, I'm on fire. Sometimes it's like someone
2: took a knife, baby, you're gentle. Cut a six-inch valley through the middle of my soul. And I do
0: That's how you do it. You don't sing about girls leaving and please come back to me. You sing about underage girls and how you can please them better than any other guy can. According to Bruce Springsteen, that's the way you do it. And goddammit, I think he's right. All right, everybody, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed the annoying acoustics in the room. And, uh, you know, it's just my two loves combined. You guys... And the gift of song.
1: Oh my God, James, you're so lame. But it did sound pretty sexy, James.
0: (sighs) Oh, thank you.
1: (laughs) Really? You're taking my compliment, James?
0: Yeah, because uh, the show's over and I don't give a fuck anymore. It's over. It's done. So thanks everybody for joining me. It's been just swell. And I hope you enjoyed yourselves. And I hope you keep coming back. I hope this one didn't uh, sway you too far. Hope you are uh, not straying away from me because uh, God damn it. I'll get you. I'll get you. And as always, I leave you with the same fantastic advice, and that's simply
1: stay dangerous, my
0: friends. Later.